Hey guys, welcome back to Sunday Glow. I'm Allison. And I'm Christine. Girl, we have had ourselves a week. <laughs> How have you been? I've been good. It's been, yeah, definitely a week. I think it's funny because this is like one of the first weeks that Allison and I haven't really chatted. Like, I think I texted you on Friday night and I was like, I'm coming home. And the text before that was like Monday. Like we didn't talk all week, which is so unlike us, but it just shows like life gets busy, but we can still reconnect. And I think that this platform is a beautiful way to do so. Totally. Christine's been so busy with her internship. I've also been just like adjusting to a New York City life. And I think that there's something so beautiful about a friendship that doesn't need to have like that constant communication because sometimes like when you're so caught up in making sure so-and-so is you know updated every second of the day you're not like living in the moment so I think there's something really beautiful about being able to talk afterwards and reflect and just kind of catch up so we did that before we recorded this (laughs) yes that little catch-up is what we needed and it wasn't even like long enough I feel like when we can catch up we can do it for like hours um but we needed a quick catch-up because we're both so busy this time of our life so Totally. But I think, yeah, the most important part is that you still do make the time for the catch ups Mm -hmm. and prioritizing people. And I think I have an issue where sometimes I feel like if we're too busy, I don't want to bother my friends with like the things that are going on because I'm like, oh, like they must have so much going on, too. But, you know, if they're true friends, like they want to hear about the good things happening in your life. I want to hear about the good things happening in their lives, too. So just remember to prioritize that. And it's definitely helped me maintain relationships, even moving across states. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. How has your week been overall? My week's been pretty good. I think that I am... I'm officially like four weeks in, in this New York City life. And I think that's so, I feel like it's so long. I know already. It, it feels like, you know, it feels like I just moved in yesterday, but also I think I've become a lot more acquainted with like the city life and I've become a lot more comfortable with doing things on my own, getting out there. Um, and this all just takes time. It just goes to show like if you're moving into a new place and you feel like adjusting is something that is really difficult I think just give yourself a lot of grace it just takes a lot of time so I think I have definitely felt a lot more comfortable this week and I think progressively just gonna get more comfortable but yeah it's been a pretty good week so far start work really soon I'm actually really hype about it I'm like I'm excited to like Mm -hmm. wake up with a purpose and you know yeah add value so (laughs) yeah I'm excited I'm so happy for you. I feel like you are fully living and immersing yourself in the New York City life. And we're trying, girl. I think that's incredible. So thanks, girl. Props to you. All right. So we are going to be talking about cutting the overthinking and getting out of your mind and living in the present in this episode. And this was something that we just honestly were like brainstorming the other day. We're like, this is something that we both could definitely get some advice on ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, we just thought it'd be a good episode just to kind of talk about how we try to cut the overthinking, live in the present, and be more intentional about the people and the time in our lives right now. Yeah, for sure. So with that, let's set the tone for the week and share our Sunday intentions. All right, Allison, what's your intention for the week? Okay, so again, I feel like this is a recurring theme in just our lives and our podcast but my intention Mm -hmm. for the week is to live in the moment and I would say that this past week I have definitely encountered many instances where I used to you know think about the future and I know this sounds really vague but basically I was like placed in situations that I've 
been uncomfortable in and when I get uncomfortable it's usually because I'm thinking about the future I'm trying to set expectations to something so something that I've really have been actively trying to do is just not think about the future not set those expectations just let the moment be what it is and just enjoy myself like I don't have to stress out about what's going to happen down the line because I think that can just take away from enjoying the present so that's definitely my intention for this week that's incredible and I think you start work on Monday don't you yeah girl oh my god so this is like the perfect moment because you're gonna be so busy in the next week so I think taking in every single second of it especially in this new very new time of change I think that's gonna be great yeah I think that something that I've taken away even from just moving here is that you're never gonna get that time back so you're never gonna Mm -hmm. get that first moving week back you're never gonna get that first bagel run back so just really even embracing feeling uncomfortable and new and embracing the unknown honestly what I found is that like if when you in terms of like embracing the uncomfortable and embracing the unknown um whether that's getting a bagel or like just going somewhere new or meeting new people <laughs> like I think in this past week for me it's been like not thinking about it yeah and more so just like going and doing it just saying like oh like instead of I don't know like just like when people asked to like go to dinner or like I initiate dinner or something like that with other interns that I was like with this week I obviously like it's uncomfortable because it's like a new situation new people like I don't know who these people are but it if you think about it it adds to like the overthinking whereas if you don't think about it and just go like it can turn out to be something beautiful totally and that's why we're going to talk about in the episode but what is your intention for the week So my intention for the week is to just give it my all and refocus. And again, like this is probably something that I've been doing in terms of like my intention every single week. Um, But I think this week in particular is really important because I have my final presentation on Friday, which is a little scary, not going to lie. But I this past week, I definitely have been living in the moment like every single day. And every any and every interaction that I have mm-hmm. and I think that helped has helped me gain a lot of clarity on like what I want to do um but I have my final next week so I really need to grind and so that's my intention for this week is to just give it my all and know that like the end is near so I really gotta take advantage of every moment every piece of time because like you said before it's not gonna come back to us totally so that's my intention for the week can you can you believe that you made it like this far like if I feel like it was just yesterday when you were like yeah I just started I know I remember because (laughs) it's funny it just shows you like every journey is like an up and down journey like you're gonna get there at some point you just gotta focus on what you can control and let go of what you can't like I said that like every episode of at this point but it's funny because at the beginning I would like cry and then I'd be happy and then I'd cry again like it was just like so many up and down moments Mm -hmm. throughout this journey but I think it's beautiful because at the end like you can create something incredible yeah Um, at least to me I hope my manager thinks the same (laughs) and when you look back it's like all those tears and all that sacrifice like that that was all worth it because you're gonna have an amazing final project that's the hope (laughs) so now let's hop into our current faves 
right, Allison, what's your first favorite? Okay, so my first fave is a shirt, and it's from Jerf Avenue, D-J-E-R-F, because I know that's like, sounds a little weird. Um, but it was, okay, so I follow this Instagram blogger. Her name is Matilda Jerf. And I she think has I follow her, her. She's like the coolest. I think she's like a Swedish influencer. I love all the European influencers. They just are really on the pulse with everything. But she started her own clothing brand in like 2019. And I was following her for a while. And I just came across her clothing brand. And I was like, wait, they have such good basics. And I think I was talking to my friend the other day. I think especially living in New York my priority when it comes to clothing is comfort and versatility. Like one, Mm -hmm. I have a really small closet, so I really don't have room to have a million different things. And I want to be comfortable when I'm like walking and commuting and stuff. And guys, this white, it's called the breezy shirt and it's a white Mm -hmm. button down shirt. It's in this really soft cotton material. It doesn't wrinkle. It's a good fit. It's like an oversized fit. It's just a great throw on for like dresses. I wear it on top of like my workout gear. Honestly, if I just don't want to be wearing like a sports bra and biker short on the subway. Um, and it's just a, such a versatile piece. Like it's a little bit pricey, but I think it's so worth it. Like I've worn it basically every day. Um, mm. But yeah, that's my first fave. I love that. Do you think that there's dupes for that? Or do you think this one's like really epic? I would no. there definitely are dupes for like a good oversized white shirt. I think I'm just really picky about fit and material. And like I was doing a lot of research on different like white collared shirts and stuff. And like literally I was a psycho. I was like looking out like the YouTube like try on mm-hmm. videos. But I just came across this one and the fit was just something that I was like, I, I have to just try it. And I think it's really worth it. That's that's good to know. And the fact that you did all that research before you bought it just goes to show. I, I yeah, it must be good. It really was an investment. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, what's your first fave? So my first fave, also a clothing item. It's the Zara work pants. Um, I guess they're, I wouldn't consider them work pants. Like they a are trouser. Work pants, but I don't mm-hmm. know what they're called. Yeah, trousers probably. But I absolutely love them. So I bought them last year when I wore them for Christmas for the outfit for Christmas that I wore and really like them I feel like they're more dressy so I never really wore them other than that and then knowing that I like them because they're more dressy I wore them for work last week and I really really like them they're so comfortable um and they have like pleats on the front so I feel like they're very flattering Mm. and yeah I just noticed that I Well, I wore them to the airport yesterday, like coming home because I was in the office during the day and I wore it with the Aritzia like Babaton bodysuit. Wait, such a vibe. Such a vibe. Boss. Not even, I wore them with white sneakers when I got off of work and like, I feel like it was casual enough for me to wear anywhere else. I feel like it's also a very New York vibe. Very versatile, very like neutral chic. Right, right. So I really, really like it. And I'm going to buy more pairs because they have different colors too. And so comfortable, such good quality. Um, Yeah, definitely, definitely recommend. They're my favorites right now. I love that. I feel like before, honestly, before moving here, I never really owned a pair of like good trousers. mm -hmm. I just feel like I never had like the setting to wear them. But now that I live here, I'm like, everyone just wears a good pair of trousers. Well, yeah, because jeans are just so uncomfortable, I feel like. I know they're like thick and especially, I think especially in the summer, sometimes the trouser material is more like breathable. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But oh, I, I love that. Yes. So what's your second favorite? All right. So my second fave is my fragrance. It is the Le Labo Another 13. Um, guys, I, I'm so bad at describing fragrances. I would say it's a little bit like amber. I've been into the more androgynous scents. So scents that can be honestly worn by men and women. Mm. A little bit more musky, a little bit warmer. It's it's a very distinct scent. Like if you know Le Labo, you know. Like literally I put it on yesterday. I grabbed dinner with a friend and she like we we like gave each other a hug and she was like, Are you wearing Le Labo another 13? I was like, Yes. <laughs> like it's so particular and it's so unique. Um, it is like again a bit more pricey. But I feel like, you know, being 22, starting my work, I really want to have like a signature scent. And I think this is going to mm. be my signature scent. I love it. That's that's awesome. Yeah. No, I I'm also just like a big I am a big fragrance gal. I love to have like I just have to smell good, you know? Mm-hmm. I think the signature scent thing is a good thing because I I don't know. I've always done that growing up. My mom also has always done that. So having your signature scent and then sticking to it I feel like that just like it's nice coming out of like school and like just growing up because then you also kind of associate those scents with a certain part of your life mm. which is kind of cool so true like I I'm looking at my perfumes right now like I used to wear like Glossier U that was definitely like a freshman year scent <laughs> this other one like Joe Malone I used to wear that junior year and then it's just it is it's like fragrances really bring you back um but now we're like we're we're refined we're sophisticated we're into Mm -hmm. Le Labo (laughs) I will say like the perfume that I use um everyone knows I use it like all my friends do and it's like it's like growing out of it but also still love it I don't know it's definitely time of life we may need a change yes yeah all right what's your second fave so my second favorite, I bought it when I was with Allison in New York. It's the Brandy Melville New York sweatshirt. Um, it's just a crew neck and it has New York written across it. And it's just really, really comfy. Um, yeah, there's not much to it. It's just a really comfy sweatshirt. And a I comfy, cozy. Love it. Yep. All right. So be sure to check out more of our faves on our website, sendinglopod.com. And with that, let's dive into this week's episode. All right, so a little bit of background about why we're going to be talking about like the whole overthinking and getting out of our head. So the other day, all right, I was waiting in line to grab lunch. All right, I was getting sweet green and I found myself just getting into a spiral of thoughts. So on the outside, I definitely may have like been perceived as looking very like calm, cool, collected. But on the inside, I was thinking about what's happening, you know, three days from now, what I need to do later or whatever happened with this person in my life. So then I caught myself in an overthinking spiral, but I caught myself in that moment and told myself, okay, Allison, you're overthinking this. You're simply online for a salad. That's a later problem. It'll all be okay. So I think for me, it boils down to understanding that overthinking really falls under the umbrella of like anxiety driven behaviors and that being introspective is supposed to facilitate your way of living your life and evolving into a better version of yourself. But Mm -hmm. overthinking can really lead to critically evaluating your life so much to the point of it holding you back. I think that's so true. And the difference between introspective and overthinking seems like it could be like a similar like you just think like you're thinking to yourself, but it can drive in two different directions if you think of it in two different ways. Um, and you just have to be aware and reflect. So, 
it's definitely a very fine line, I would say. Like mm-hmm. being introspective, taking the time to reflect and making sure you're still processing like what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not just putting your emotions on the back burner because, you know, that can definitely lead to you going into a spiral down the line and like having to process things you thought you already dealt with versus overthinking can just be you intentionally putting yourself in a situation where you're thinking about things that are not necessarily relevant to what's happening like right now yeah and I think it's almost like you have to limit yourself in your introspective thinking in order to get out or avoid getting into the spiral of overthinking and we'll talk about this more later but how we like figure out how to like avoid overthinking but I think at the end of the day it's the overthinking spirals into things that you can't control in your life whereas introspective is more like okay this is what happened this is how I'm going to reflect and maybe this is how I'm going to see myself act in the future um instead of thinking I feel like overthinking is more so like okay let's get into the spiral of like wait like this happened this happened this happened like how can I change this oh wait like I really had no control over it so um it's almost like you have to limit yourself before you can get into that spiral Ooh, that's a good point I think the introspection is like you're reflecting on things that you still have control over so you're able to like make a change if something's bothering you but with Mm -hmm. overthinking yeah you're ruminating on things that you simply just don't have control over anymore right totally agree so something else we want to talk about is something that I came across when I was reading the 101 essays that will change the way you think. I just got this book in the mail. Incredible. I was like, Christine, you have to get this. Um, Literally, I shouted out in every single podcast episode because it's just that good. But one of the essays that she wrote was about the signs that the only problem with your life is the way you think about it. So I'm just going to read off the ones that I thought were most notable. The first is that you spend more time thinking about your life than you do actually living it. And when I first read this, I was like, whoa, this is so true for me as someone who like when I'm given too much free time and I think too much I get in my head I get anxious and I just don't do anything mm-hmm. I agree yeah <laughs> I do the exact same thing and then I just end up not doing anything and I think that also ties into like how we can avoid that is filling your life with purposeful things to do And then the second one is you don't find wonder and simple pleasures the way you once did. And this was something that I think I definitely came across senior year is me becoming a lot more content with like the little things and like finding joy in the little things. And I think because of COVID, we really had to find new outlets of happiness and, you know, all the like the glitz and the glamour vacation like that was all taken away from us. Um So I think when you find yourself in a situation where you no longer are finding pleasure and joy in the things that did once make you happy, maybe you're spending too much time thinking about those things. Do you feel like you, because I know you did this a lot during your senior year and you really, really like did well at it, at least from my perspective. Um, Do you feel like you're still doing that now in New York? I think in New York, it's definitely easier to get jaded and distracted because there's just so much stimulation and there's so much going on Mm -hmm. but I think what's really helped me is to find my pockets of peace and as Mm -hmm. corny as that sounds like literally find the places where you feel most grounded and that doesn't have to be in the hustle and bustle of all the people in Manhattan you know that for me it's like going to the seaport sitting by the water going to a coffee Mm -hmm. shop that I really enjoy and finding these little moments that I have to myself that you know aren't extravagant or anything but still allow me to feel grounded and 
connected with myself. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. I love it. So another thing is that you have something you wanted in the past, but you don't enjoy it the way you thought you would, or you've replaced your desire for it with a desire for something else. And I feel like this really relates to like what we've always talked about. It's like we dreamed of being here and now we're here, you know? Yeah. I also, when you said that, the first thing that came to mind is like we outgrow things and we just have to move on and you have to be aware when the right time is to do that. And I think that happens by having introspective thinking, saying like, okay, like that maybe this doesn't suit me the way it used to. And I need to move on with my life so I can grow. Or maybe I have grown and this just hasn't grown with me. And I think that's fair. Um, but I think that when you get into the spiral and overthinking, and I think that is like obviously unhealthy to get into, but, um, I don't know. I feel like there's this balance between the introspective and the overthinking like we were talking about. And you just have to be aware that you should be reflecting. You should be introspective, but don't overthink it. Like if it's not suiting you, maybe you just grown out of it. Mm-hmm. That's a good so. point. Like sometimes we have to just let go of things that just simply aren't serving us anymore, even though that may be extremely difficult and painful mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Maybe overthinking about these things, if it's really bothering you, that's just a sign that we have to rid it from our lives. Exactly. And it just shows that you're growing and you're evolving. So totally. And then the last little tidbit, I don't want to give it all away um, because you should go buy the book, but (laughs) it's that you're saving up your happiness for another day. And I've talked about this multiple times, but the idea that we just cannot be postponing our happiness to a destination an accomplishment when we get certain when we get to a certain place, when we accomplish a certain thing, like honestly, even like this apartment, for example, I remember when I was praying about it and I was like, oh my gosh, once God gives me this apartment, wherever I end up, I'm going to be so happy. I'm going to be, you know, the happiest person I'll ever be like, that'll be set. That's going to be my life. And you know, I live in an apartment now and it's not like everything is butterfly sunshines and rainbows. Mm-hmm. Like there are still days and times where, things are not amazing and happy and that doesn't mean that you're not living a happy life but I just think we cannot put our happiness in specific things we have to find it within ourselves I totally agree and I think that all boils down to just living in the present and not thinking too far in the future Um, I think of course we want to look into the future we want to set goals for ourselves we want to work towards those goals but not at the expense of where we're at now and fully taking advantage of where we're at now. So totally. So we just wanted to give our two cents on how to get out of your mind and live in the present. So Christine, do you want to kick us off? Yeah. So my first tip is to surround yourself with good people and do the things you love. So when I step back and I compare being introspective (laughs) of how much time I really spent overthinking when I was in school last year virtually or last semester versus now, um, I find that it was in the times where I felt a little more isolated and I had more free time um, when I was overthinking. And I think just like the idea of not being able to see friends as much because of COVID and not being able to go to class or just having class online that we just have so much more free time around our schedule. I 
just fell into the spiral of overthinking because I just had so much free time. But this summer has definitely been a game changer. I truly feel like I've spent so much less time overthinking or looking so far into the future because I've been feeling, <laughs> I remember t- saying this in the beginning of summer, I like felt like 24 hours in a day wasn't enough because I've just been filling all of my time with good people and doing work that I actually enjoy. And I feel like I definitely came into the summer knowing that my intention was to not wait around, not wait, wait to the weekend to have fun or like limit the extent of fun that I'm having for whatever reason. So just being more spontaneous and ensuring that I'm surrounding myself with good people and good work that I'm doing. And so at the end of the day, when it comes to how do we avoid overthinking, I think the first thing to do is just make sure you're surrounding yourself with people that you love and doing work that you would genuinely enjoy. And then the overthinking is just an afterthought. Mm, That's a really good point. I find that overthinking is often... Yeah, it's like done when you're alone, not physically doing anything. It's not when you're active, um, actively doing things you love. So that's a great tip. And that's almost like focusing on what you can control and letting go of what you can't. Because like when you overthink, it's focusing on the things that you can't control. Whereas when you're working and not focusing on the overthinking, then you're literally focusing on things that you can control rather than what you can't. So totally. And that feeds into my point, and it's basically the same thing. And it's just reminding myself that I want to live my life more than I want to think about it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it was. I think just the wording that she, the way she worded this just really struck a chord with me. Just like, you don't want to spend your life, think you don't want to spend more of your life thinking about it than you do want to live it, if that makes sense, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so... Sometimes I find that the longer I spend thinking about something, the more anxiety filled it becomes. It sounds simple, but the way I stop overthinking is really just to do something. It can be something as simple as going for a walk, exercising, reading a book, cooking, like legit anything just to preoccupy your thoughts. I find that when I'm just sitting in bed doing nothing, that's when it can lead to an overthinking spiral. Um, So reminding myself, like I have... 24 hours today how do I want to live my life today do I want to spend it anxiety ridden in bed overthinking or do I want to be out there um living my life and I just find I was talking about this with my other friend and just how a lot of the anxiety that stems no a lot of the anxiety that's attached to doing certain things is purely anticipation anxiety it's just Mm -hmm. the thought of doing it like Mm -hmm. like going on a date for example like once you're there it's not that bad but it's just the Mm -hmm. anticipation and the build-up that is like what often can hold us back so I think it sounds really simple and I know it's not but simply doing things more than you're thinking about them really helps me cut the overthinking I totally agree with that and it's definitely easier said than done. No, totally. And it's funny. But I like, think just do it. Yeah, literally just do it. But also like the more you say you want to live in the present, the more you speak these things into the world, I think it happens more and not like to get into like manifestation or all of that kind of stuff and like whatever. But I think just in general, the more you are aware that certain things are happening, like I think for both of us, it's harder to say that we're it's easier to say we're living in the present. We want to live in the present. We don't want to overthink. But of course, like we fall into that trap at times. But um, 
like instead of thinking negatively about it and saying like okay like i'm always overthinking i'm always doing this i'm always doing that like i'm a horrible person like instead of saying those like negative thoughts to yourself like say positive thoughts and then mm-hmm. speak it into existence and there you go like i feel like once you keep speaking the positive it'll start to reflect in your life because then you're spending more time doing the things that you're more positive about you know what i mean no totally there was this quote i think i came across and it's like your thoughts are who you become something like that Mm -hmm. and i was Mm -hmm. like whoa that hit yeah totally agree okay so my second tip is to live in the present but reflect on the past so it's been a journey especially this past week like i've talked about before but um i was visiting this place that i thought that i need or at least i needed to decide whether i could potentially live in post-grad and i found myself being asked a lot was like could you see yourself living here literally every per, every other person that i it met it was a question yes. it was a question and like i think that was because initially it was like that was the only reason or like issue that i had with the city was like mm-hmm. whether or not i could have lived there and um i felt like people were forcing me to like look and i mean obviously it was a very lighthearted question it wasn't very like tell me or yes or no whether you can live here Um, but I felt like it was forcing me internally to look more into the future than I do myself, Mm. especially in this past summer, because I have been able to not overthink as much. And so, um, instead of thinking so far in advance and trying to reflect on the moment, um, right where I was, um, and seeing like really, if this could be a potential future for me, I just wanted to live in the moment where I was and like take advantage of every opportunity within this week that I was in this new city. And so when people asked me that question, I simply answered, I'm not sure, yes and no. So I think it was a fair answer given that I was really only there for a week. And instead of making the decision to make a statement of yes or no, I just Mm. wanted to live in the moment. And so I think from this, it's just like living each day and making the most of each day and meeting new people and really just gaining new experiences and I really I learned so much I gained a lot of clarity on like what I want to do post-grad and I think at the end of the day no situation is going to be perfect so just like my life in Atlanta there are things that I like there are things that I don't like same thing when I visited New York and out with Allison things that I liked didn't like same thing when I visited this new town um so I think it just makes it even more apparent that it's not even the place that you live it's more of like the people and the work that you do that matters the most because i mean i guess this doesn't really tie like living in the present but it's just like it's not a destination it's not where you live it's like who you're with and it's the work that you're doing because i think that'll help you live in the present more than anything else totally and like for example if you right now are in a job that is gonna lead you to let's say this city Mm -hmm. and if you're so focused just on oh the potential of that city i don't really know what my life is going to be like there Mm -hmm. you may miss out on an amazing opportunity whereas if you were to focus on wait i love the work i'm doing right now with these people i love this company i love the relationships that i have built let me focus on that i feel like you're going to look at it as a very different opportunity yeah and i it's like at the end of the day it's a location you still have your Walmart or your Target or your apartment or you still have everything you need to like live 
a fulfilling life it's like what are those things that fulfill me in life it's not the location for me it's like the people it's the work it's that's what's going to get me through my day versus sitting let's say I, I mean i could sit in paris right now and like cool but like none of my people are there none of my work is there that like at the end of the day wouldn't be as fulfilling for me even though i'm in like if i were to be like let's say like in paris like that would be incredible but at the end of the day it's not the people it's not the work so i totally agree it's the people that make the location right definitely so what i'm hearing is i need to move to new york with allison (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) not that i'm biased or anything (laughs) (laughs) all right what's your second thing so my second tip is just to step back and become aware of your emotional response right now and this really just ties into what Christine said about being present, you know, accept your thoughts for what they are. And I think after I acknowledge them and accept them, I'm able to move on. So for example, if I am, this is a total hypothetical. If I'm in a situation, never met this person, meeting a brand new person. Um, and I'm like nervous, but I'm focusing on meeting this person and I'm focusing on the conversation we're having, the laughs that we're sharing, like the connection we're having. Um, well, that all rhymed. <laughs> Wait, did that rhyme? I don't know. Um, I feel like focusing on that, I am not overthinking about the future. I'm not drawing out expectations. I'm not ruminating on the past. I'm simply being in the moment. And I'm aware, like right now, I feel really good. Right now, I'm laughing. Mm-hmm. I'm having a good time. I'm enjoying this person's company. And that's all I can think about. And that's all I could focus on. I think that is so much more fulfilling than being in a situation um but your head is like somewhere else and i think that's something that i need to continuously work on is because i'm so like honestly i am i do have anxiety and i often am a very like okay i have to do this next and this next and this next it's tough for me to like fully be present in this one situation but i'm learning that when i'm aware of how i'm feeling right now um simply just like asking yourself like in the moment like wait how am I feeling right now do a little body check like am I sweating <laughs> how am I is my house the temperature looking um but just really being aware of how you're feeling right now allows me to really be in the present and not worry about the future as much I think that's incredible and I think that it just helps with overthinking like if you live in the present you literally don't have time to think about the future so i totally agree all right so what is your third tip to cut the overthinking so my third and final tip is what's meant for you won't pass you um this is something that maggie mcdonald says a lot and i think it just has always like stuck with me and so um it kind of all just boils down to like trusting in gods or the universes whatever you believe in trusting in their plan and knowing that it will all work Mm -hmm. out um i'm constantly reminding myself of this because it is easier said than done and i tend to get in my head about thinking so far into the future um i think that things have to be a certain way in order for me to get something um and i really just get caught up when it doesn't work out Mm -hmm. but the reality is is that if i truly if that thing was truly meant to be for me whether that was a thing or a person in my life it would have happened totally and at the end of the day it will come back to me if it is meant to be and it did leave me at some point and so just reminding myself whether that's like a job or a person or literally anything in your life I think just remembering that 
everything's gonna work out in the end and if it's truly meant to be it'll come back and that kind of like just boils down to letting go of the things you can't control and allowing yourself to just take advantage of the things you can control and filling your life with those um yeah I don't I don't know that's that's something that I constantly struggle with but I remind myself with all the time because I have seen the beauty of it occur in my life yeah no that's so beautiful I think one of the hardest things to do just as humans is relinquishing that control and having faith Mm -hmm. in something greater than yourself because once you do that you're like wait it's out of my hands I have no control over this happening in my life but Mm -hmm. I actually have found a lot of freedom with that epiphany like Mm-hmm. Every yeah exactly like what's meant for you won't pass you everything will work out in the end I feel like having that perspective allows me to take on each day with less pressure like if it is meant for me it'll happen if it's not it won't and mm-hmm. you will feel so much less pressure you will overthink a lot less because you're like at the end of the day I'm just doing the best I can I'm evolving to a better version than I was yesterday and if it's meant to be it'll be yeah totally agree all right what's your third thing So my final tip is just to challenge yourself to journal out your thoughts, express to process, then move on. So I think for me, expression can be a multitude of things. It could be journaling on pen and paper. It could be something I used to do is like recording voice memos, um, talking to someone. For me, I think it's one thing to sit there and just have the thoughts be in your head. It's another thing to be able to get them on pen and paper, express them. And then once you make the thoughts a lot more tangible, I think I'm able to move on um, and move forward. So I think finding a way for you to express your thoughts is so key. I think sometimes it's hard to find time during the day to do that. I know for me, one of my favorite things to do now is like taking time. Trust me, it's hard, but taking time out of my day walking to the seaport sitting by the water and just like literally journaling my thoughts and listening to music and like that Mm -hmm. could be you know 20 minutes a half hour but that's so blissful and it like really rejuvenates me because like now that I process those thoughts I can move on and I can move forward Mm -hmm. that's yeah I totally agree and I need to do more of that because I feel like for me I've just been putting it on the back burner and I think there's also some negativity with that because when you're not introspective you I guess lose sight and sometimes can repeat mistakes whereas if you are introspective but not to a a point of like overthinking it helps you figure out situations and helps you reflect and understand how to move on in a healthy way Mm -hmm. I think for me the journaling out thoughts it's not so much like like, I, yes, it is introspective, but I think it's more just allowing me to process what's going on rather than just letting life happen to me and never taking a step back and being like, wait, what's happening? You know, mm-hmm. so maybe introspection can seem a little bit daunting, but if you maybe view it as something that's just allowing you to process what's going on right now, maybe that can just kind of make it seem a little bit less challenging. Yeah, and I wouldn't even think of it as... It sounds challenging, but I don't think you should frame it as challenging because I feel like it's just the pre or like the before segment of thinking before you get to overthinking. So it's just like, okay, like limit your internal thinking at the end of the day. It's not like 
you don't have to be very you should be intentional with how you're introspective but be intentional about the limit of your introspection so that doesn't go over into overthinking um rather than tying so much pressure to it yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. so no that totally makes sense so we thought that we would wrap up the episode with this quote we really thought this would just tie everything together and it's the idea that overthinking ruins you it ruins the situation twists things around makes you worry and just makes everything much worse than it actually is so make sure to follow us on Instagram at Sunday Glow Pod. Check out our favorites and stay to date on all things Sunday Glow on sundayglowpod.com. And we'll see you guys next Sunday. Bye. Bye.